You are listening to the Find the Right Man podcast with Paulina Solda, episode number 61, How to Get Men to Fall into Your Lap with Jackie Sabarin. Welcome to the Find the Right Man podcast. If you want to find the right man for you in just a few simple steps, keep listening. And now here's your host, dating coach and NEO style expert, Paulina Solda. Hello and welcome. I have a special guest in this episode, my dear friend of many years and uh, colleague, uh, Jackie. Welcome to a call. Thank Jackie you, Jackie <laughs> So nice to be here. So wonderful to see your smiling, beautiful face. <laughs> oh, same here. You and I, we've done, uh, I know you've hosted also events like me, and it's so much fun to reconnect. And we've done this work for so many years. So it's truly um, yes. such a treat to learn from experts who walk their talk. And you definitely do because... T- tell everyone a little bit about your story and how long you've done this work and about your relationship. I would love to. So thank you so much again for including me in this wonderful event. I'm honored to be here. And I love these conversations. Over time, I've had so many of them, they just get deeper and then they they move around and change. But I think there's always some great wisdom that comes forward. I've been coaching. I've been running my coaching business for 11 years. And I was inspired to become a coach because I went through a painful divorce. And I couldn't find anybody at that time years ago to support me in the way I thought that I needed the support. I had done therapy in my past, which was wonderful, but I was looking for something more action-oriented, something more results-driven. I really wanted to get rid of that codependency with my ex-husband. I wanted to heal. I had that. I didn't want to be that bitter woman because it's really easy to fall into that to that way of being when you've been hurt, disappointed, your dreams have been shattered. I just didn't want that for myself. So I couldn't find anybody. So I just decided I'm going to become Jack, the Jackie that I'm looking for, for all the women that go through the midlife upsets. And and um, and so here I am 11 years later. And I had, when I started my coaching business, I was just starting to date again. And that's when I met my husband, Michael, and we met on match and we just celebrated our 11th anniversary. Now, I said I put it on social media that we just celebrated our 10th anniversary. My husband called and said, it's 11 years. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) really? (laughs) Oh, well, I guess I'm not going to bother change it. But 11 wonderful years with an amazing man and I couldn't be happier in it. And these conversations I have with women coaching, it's just the most fulfilling thing. That's why I'm still doing it. I get so much fulfillment when I get an email from a woman that says, I just got engaged. She didn't think she was lovable or not worthy. Mm. And there she is with her fiance. And it just gives me chicken skin. You know, I get the goosebumps and it's just so wonderful to have women discover their value and their worth and then be able to find a man that uh, matches that. Yes, I love uh, your story because I see so many parallels with my story. I think pretty much kind of a, very much like because I also started uh, dating after uh, divorce and I moved to New York City and started dating really for the first time after like a very long time, not not counting when I was in college, but uh, and starting my business at the time when I got engaged and we just celebrated 11 year wedding anniversary. We've been together for 14. So Sure. Thank That's you amazing. So much. I love seeing you have a son, right? We have a 10-year-old. He's graduating. So this is also big. Like he's graduating fifth grade. He's going to oh middle God. school. So it's oh. a transitioning. Oh. And 
I love that. So we, the work that we do, we truly want to be examples of what's possible for other women when it comes to your dating and love life. And the message, like your story, my story, so many others, is that your past doesn't determine what's possible for you in the future. And for every woman who is thinking, well, maybe they got lucky or it's their set of circumstances. Again, the message is that it's not about your circumstances. And there is something that you just said that when those women who write to you, they used to. So this is the key. They used to feel unlovable and think that it's not going to work for them and they're not going to find love. And then there's something shifted and that's how they created their result. So could you talk Speak a, a little bit about what you do with your clients and what is that secret that secret to the universe that once you shift, you're going to create that result. It's absolutely possible for you. Yes, absolutely. And that's the most exciting shift you can ever make. So it's, because it's not just about finding a man, it's about finding yourself when you really because we're we learn very early in life from the minute we're born everything that we need to support us validate us is outside of us our mother's outside of us everything in life so we learn to please people outside of us we don't learn and we unfortunately we aren't taught in school emotional intelligence like how to take care how to love yourself how to accept yourself how to give yourself validation how to hold boundaries how to communicate so we don't learn these things and we pick up things as we go but at the end of the day, we're left, we don't really have any tools to navigate the, some difficulties in life. And so we end up def, trying to define ourselves by our mistakes. Like you said, the past doesn't define us. Well, in a lot of circumstances, it does. Women don't uh, recognize it. They identify with like, I'm a divorcee. I remember going through my divorce and being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm a divorcee. That's what I thought of myself. Like, that's it. That's all I am. Mm. So that's not all you are. You're so much more than that. And and we have to learn to disidentify with those from those negative experiences we have because they absolutely don't divine us, but they will if you allow it to happen. So what I do with my clients is really teach them how to. I like the how to. That's what I teach how to because I'm really big on the application. It, a lot of knowledge is great, but if you don't know how to apply it, it's useless. If you can apply it. So I like to teach the, I guess, mechanics of dating, of flirting, of communication, and all of those things, because I think that that's what women need. They need to get out there and practice. Just like when you learn to ride a bike, you, you know, you fall down a couple of times, but then you get up and you got it. A lot of women get nervous about dating. They're really um, intimidated and overwhelmed and don't feel good enough. And then they go on the date feeling like that because they don't really know how to navigate it. Once they learn how to navigate it, date, dating is elementary, getting on a phone, getting meeting somebody. So then it's really showing up in your authentic self. So I really love helping women navigate those first, um, those first phases of dating that can be so scary and daunting to get to the place where they start to feel comfortable in their skin, comfortable with what they're sharing, more confident. That's when things start to get really good. When you start to actually enjoy yourself again in life or in dating. And then from there, it's just the exploration of, you know, a relationship. And, and it's just so important to know yourself. It's and learning to lead yourself. I think it's important that women understand they need to lead themselves through life. Stop looking to others to lead you, learn to lead yourself. And there's, there's many people that teach this you know the the empowerment pieces but it's so important because when you get into a relationship and you will you need those tools to navigate the relationship you've been 
with your husband for 14 years. You have those tools and that's why you're so happy and you have a beautiful smile and I can tell your energy is good and I can see you're genuinely happy with him. It shows. And so you're doing the work, you're consistently showing up for yourself and your husband. And I think that's wonderful. So that's really kind of from the beginning to the hoping to the end, getting them into healthy, committed relationships. Yes, I love it. You talk about empowerment. That is the the number one value in my company with my clients. So I teach all of, all of my clients uh, empowerment tools that they can use for the rest of their lives. And so one thing that you brought up, uh, your past uh, can define you if you allow that. And uh, so what's so empowering is, and what I teach uh, my clients is how to think differently and no matter what the circumstance, the circumstance can be exactly the same. That's something that's just a fact, right? Let's say you got divorced. But what you make it mean, whoever, oh, I'm a divorcee and there's something wrong with me versus uh, this, hap- this happened for me. Uh, my next partner is going to be bad. That's my whole theory. That, And I want to hear what you think, that your next partner is absolutely going to be better than your previous ones when you grow when you do this work because you're no longer the same version, you elevate to a higher level, you have higher frequency, you attract high quality people. So when you shift, it's actually uh, it's actually an opportunity that you can now create the relationship of your dreams. And that is exactly, uh, and I want to hear about your story again, like how, how you help your clients to create that shift because that is exactly what I chose to think. And our thoughts always create a result. So my thought was within a year, I moved to New York City, within a year, I'm going to find the love of my life. And that's exactly what happens. So tell me a little bit about how you empower your clients, especially when it comes to uh, the thought work and uh, taking different actions. So how I empower my clients, I think a really important factor in in understanding empowerment. So there's enlightenment and empowerment. Enlightenment is gaining more knowledge. And then earlier I said empowerment leads to is taking the action step. So empowerment is you taking the steps. So in the beginning, when I start working with a woman who wants to get into a committed relationship, we we focus on kind of the surface, just getting her profile together, getting the mechanics together, teaching her how to use online dating, um, teaching her how to vet men, how to stay safe, all of those things that that just to get the ball rolling. So once the ball's rolling, we're going to hit up against her limiting beliefs, of course, which is why they hire me. So, you know, I, there's no good men. I don't see any men online. So all the doubts start coming in once the ball's rolling. And that's when we start to work on the deeper issues. Like, And so there's a couple tools that I use. I can just give you an example, which I think is really helpful. So fear is a big thing. And learning about fear is so important. And I like that you said you change your thinking. I call it some incorrect thinking. I don't like to make people wrong, but sometimes we just have some incorrect thinking. So we have to learn a new way of thinking with new ideas. And one of the ways to to do that is to ask yourself a question. So anytime I work with a client and they're getting into fear, so I say, what are you feeling or what are you fearing? So then they say, well, I I don't I think it's a waste of time. There's no good men left. I, I don't think he's going to like me. I'm feeling insecure. I'm not good enough. I'm like, oh, there's the whopper. I'm not good enough, I heard. So that's really what's driving the fear. You know that there's good men. You know that there's good men online, et cetera. So we kind of break down the answers and discover it really this I'm not good enough is driving it. Once you go, aha, that's the aha 
the thing behind the thing that's that's running in you know in the dark you can bring it to your consciousness and then you can start to work on that so you can start to work on loving yourself more recognize you are good enough and the simple things that i do i mean this seems super simple but a lot of people that are very successful use it this is my yellow sticky pad and i and i write i love myself on that and i'll have my client take it and stick it on her computer and put it in her bathroom in the mirror when she's brushing her teeth and by the bed and after a while you start to think i love myself i love myself i love myself i love my and pretty soon you're saying it so there's some new thinking it's that simple it does not have to be complicated it could be i'm good enough i'm valuable i'm worthy i'm lovable you're programming yourself. You have to reprogram your mind so that you can have the experience that, that program is going to bring. So if you're loving yourself, accepting yourself um, and and holding yourself in that in that light, you're going to have different experiences. You're going to have the experiences of a woman that loves herself can attract to her. And so once. So, again, we're just going through the mechanics. And then when we butt up against the limiting beliefs, we go through the questions. What am I feeling? What am I fearing? And then if it's the anger, I'm angry. I'm feeling angry that I have to go through this online dating thing. And, you know, I was married and things were going well. And now I'm single. So um, I'm angry because I'm angry because my husband left me. I am angry because I don't have as much money as I had. I'm angry because, so you start to go through the becauses, you come up with your whopper again. I'm angry because I don't think I'll find anybody else. So there's the the secret um, negative belief that's holding you back. So then you're like, is that really true? So then we can look at that. Is that really true? No, it's not true. So you're constantly checking in with yourself. You're creating more intimacy into me, I see. And that's how you move forward in life. You have to constantly ask yourself, what am I feeling? If you're not doing self-inquiry, you're not navigating with all of the wonderful gifts that we inherit. We inherited. It's our birthright. As a woman, we are so gifted. We have intuition. We have our feminine energy. When you're consistently connecting in and learning to lead yourself, then you know if something's bubbling up in the background that's trying to hold you back. You're aware of it. You become aware of it quickly and you can look at it, address it and see if it's true or not. And usually 99% of the time, they're all a bunch of lies. They're lies that your mind makes up to try to keep you safe so you don't experience any more pain. So you have to learn to make the distinction between those, those, you know, those disturbing feelings if they're val valid or not. Yes, that is so empowering. You talked about how like I like a sticky note idea. And uh, so I have a slightly different process where uh, it's uh, different from affirmations in the way what I teach my clients is that intentional thinking, uh, intentionally and in creating that thought process. And what we do is because if we just say something that our brain doesn't really believe, it creates that conflict on one hand you want to feel and believe that i am desirable on another hand if your brain offers you like who are you kidding there's no one look there's no dates there's no man reaching out to you so how do you create that belief is uh, so what i uh, what i do is that i tell my clients to look for what they already know and how their brain already on board already agrees for example, well, there was this one man who was reaching out, like, I've got these three messages. I'm not attracted to him, but he is reaching out. He finds me desirable. And the brain cannot argue with it because it's true. And then we build on that. We, so we look for more evidence based on what our brain already agrees with. 
And that's how we build that belief more and more because the more we focus on something, right? Yeah. Our energy goes there, uh, it grows. And uh, it's so interesting how I have so many, and I want to hear your experience. I have so many uh, clients who haven't dated for years. And then they join the program. And then all of a sudden, so one of my clients shared today is her win. She's like, my, I increased my awareness how many men there are everywhere I go. And nothing has changed. So she came to the program. Her, pro- her problem was, I don't know where to meet men. I don't know how to meet them. And now she's meeting them every, she doesn't even have to rely on online dating. And that is what's possible. So how do you uh, solve for that problem when women come to you and they say, well, there's really no one. There's no quality men online. I'm not meeting anyone. I don't know where to go. Yeah, that's a great question because it's interesting. I recently uh, decided to, that I had been working so much over the last 11 years, I decided to slow things down for me so I can have some more personal time. And during that time, I'm like, I don't really, I moved to California about 12 years ago. So I, I don't, haven't developed really a big friend base because I have so many wonderful women I work with. I feel very satisfied. Anyway, long story short, I decided I was going to go out and attract some new women friend. It's just like dating. I'm telling you. So I went through this whole nervous thing. How am I going to find women? Where are they? Do they want to talk to me? Will they like me? Are they going to judge me? You know, the whole thing. And so it was so interesting how parallel it is to looking for a man. You're looking for a connection. And so I would just start to go to the places that I normally go and start to really look around and make eye contact and to to say hello and to try to strike up just a, a basic conversation. Nothing, you know, did you have a nice weekend? Great. Isn't it a beautiful day? Great. I love your outfit. Great. That kind of thing. Just simple things. And before I knew it, and so I went and did it at the, you know, at the grocery store, anywhere I went, I'm and a coffee shop. I'm now looking up, my head's up, smiling, and I'm noticing people. And it just took a couple of weeks and then things started to trickle down. I started to a woman, I had coffee with a woman two days ago that I just met. I started playing pickleball with a new group of women. So it's it's happening. And so you really have to just get out of your head. And get off your phone, because this is what a lot of us are doing all the time. We're, not, we're even crossing the street holding our phone. We need to bring more presence, our whole presence to the party and start to engage men. And, you know, I wanted to talk about, like my husband says, you know, how to make a, a, a man fall in your lap. Now, he said that. Uh, I had asked him to be a guest speaker on one of our group calls, and he he just he just said it. It just came out. He just said, you know, I'm going to tell you how to make a man fall in your lap. And I was like, wow, I can't believe you just said that. It's a great title for a talk. And so we were like on the edge of our seat waiting for this man to tell us, you know, how, how did you how do you do that? And he said. Smile, you have to smile, men want to see a happy, content woman. They want to see a smile. If you can smile, a genuine smile, that is going to warm a a man's heart. So when you're out in the real world, smile, smile, make eye contact, smile at women to start with, if you're too nervous to make eye contact with men, but you have to make eye contact and you have to smile. And that is a signal that you're sending that you're approachable. And then from there, If they're interested and they're single, they can approach. If they're not, they'll smile back and turn away. It doesn't matter. That's you do your part and then watch the magic unfold. (laughs) Yes, I love I love to keep everything so simple. So I also like say it's very easy. So whenever women ask how to meet men, I said you already have all the skills. Uh, It's three simple steps. You you smile, you make (laughs) an eye contact and you say hello so just saying hi, because that already opens up a conversation and 
a person typically 90% of the time will say hi back (laughs) and then just be open. And what I would add to that is uh, when you do that, because we focus so much and people want to know, like, what action do I take? What do I do? Like, do I smile? Do I make an eye contact? Where do I go? Like that kind of, but what's really important, and this is a deeper work, and this is why you want to get coached whoever your coach is, whatever your program in, but it's really uh, the things that in the realm of what you don't even know, you don't know, uh, which is what is the thought behind? What is that feeling and the thought that you have? And in that moment, you will have a thought about yourself, like, oh, am I, uh, am I going to be too weird? Or what he's going to think about me? So there will be a thought about a man. There will be a thought about, oh, is this the right place to do it? I'm at the supermarket. Is that like, do you do that now? Like everybody looks like they don't even like everybody's on their phones. Is that okay? And then the thought about yourself, like, uh, am I being too weird or too desperate? If you don't address any of those, that you can smile and you can make an eye contact and you're not going to get the response you want because of those missing pieces. So coaching, of course, solves for that. So I would love to hear, like, I know you have a group, you have a membership. So what is your approach in coaching? Like if you were to describe your method or like what uh, that is so powerful or maybe different from everyone else out there. So people know that what makes you special. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to ponder that. I think that there's a lot of wonderful coaches and I see a lot of parallels and we're teaching uh, similar, of course, because it's not really rocket science once you get it down. However, one of the things that I am most passionate about is teaching women how to really become their authentic self. And I know that sounds, it's hard to like people go, why am my authentic self? But if you're going into a supermarket and you look over and smile at a man and you're thinking all these negative thoughts about yourself, you need to become aware of those thoughts because those thoughts create a personality. And that is not who you really are. You are not, you know, your thoughts. You have thoughts, but unless you you know, follow those thoughts and stay in your head. You'll once you step out of your head, you know, and you become more in your in the now and in and having more presence, you will discover that your mind's going to be talking in the background all the time. You can't turn it off. And if you can tune into what your mind's saying, you can make that distinction between the things that are true and not true. But you have to be, you have to quiet your mind. You have to learn to sit in in kind of sit with yourself and be with yourself. And and one of the things that I think is really important for authenticity, it's it's being microscopically honest. And so many people are afraid of that. Can't be in a in a in a relationship, a, a healthy relationship if you're not, if you never learn to be microscopically honest. Because if, when you're not being microscopically honest, you are hiding the truth from your partner, from the person you say you love the most besides yourself, I hope, because what happens is then you don't tell, then he doesn't tell. So both of you are having these unconscious agreements to not be truthful. And that there's two relationships happening, the one with your shadows and the one where you do tell the truth. For example, just simple things like I don't want to go to dinner tonight. I'm really tired. Um, is it okay if we cancel with our friends? And maybe he'll be like, no, I don't want to cancel because of blank. But he doesn't say. Then he resents that I was tired. But he should say the truth. Yes. Well, I'm really disappointed. I need to hear it. 
It's a, I don't have to own it. So it's learning to just share what, what's really going on inside of us so our partner understands us and then we can support them and what they're going on. Going on. Now, it's harder to get men to do this, I feel, because men have been trained mostly from birth to keep their own counsel, um, stuff their emotions down and not share their feelings. But with practice, you know, I've not coached my husband, but I've asked him in the beginning when we met, are you willing are you willing to grow with me? He said, I'm willing. I just wanted to hear the word I'm willing and really with sincerity because I'm like, good, because we're going to be on a journey of personal growth. That's that's what I'm signing up for in my life. That's what I want because I want to evolve every single day. We do change. I can change every single day and become a better version, a better version, a better version. And that's what we need to do to age gracefully. So I think it's just so fabulous to learn authenticity, uh, uh, microscopic honesty, and have a really deeply intimate relationship with another human. That to me is why we're here. And then you really can experience joy, deep, fulfilling, earth-shaking joy. And just it's all really wonderful once you can cross over that bridge. So that's really what I like to teach because I want women to have it all. Yes, you want the man, but don't you want the peace and make peace with your past and, and have a great relationship with your friends, your coworkers, your family, your children, your in-laws, et cetera. And that's what, what I strive to teach women. Yes. So good. You you mentioned that this is not your personality when your brain offers certain thoughts and really you want to align with your authenticity. So I, I'm hearing a personality typing approach where it is highly personalized and customized based on who you are. And the first step is discovering like your unique personality type. And then, because then it uh, gives you that uh, guidance to who's compatible versus not everybody's compatible with each other, right? Yeah. There are people who uh, want like, they're driven by freedom and they just uh, like every day is just like goes in a new direction and it's like an adventure. And every people are very structured and uh, like their mission is to keep the system. So it's two rows, like it's going to create the challenge, like even in the beginning of planning a date when a woman just wants, I just want him to ask me out a week in advance and stick to the plan. And there's a certain type of man, they're very last minute. They, because they, they think very differently. It's like something else came up or they got a new idea or uh, they got distracted by someone else and now we're changing plans and that is not the right types for each other. So I am a big, like, yeah, personality typing is absolutely because compatibility is really uh, the key. And I know for you, without even seeing your husband, I know you're perfectly compatible with each other. And how I know that is um, when it's easy to be together, because you are compatible, you can just be totally yourself, you can be totally authentic. The relationship just works and it lasts. So anyone, so I have this theory that if you've been to happily, happily, relationship is not hard work you just enjoy being together you've been together for over 10 years you are that compatible without even knowing personality typing you are compatible because there's no other way otherwise you would be too hard to to sustain it so tell me what are some of your secrets for that lasting sustainable relationship where you just get each other you can be yourself you're authentic you're vulnerable with each other I think that women, what happens is they get so excited about meeting somebody and maybe they feel a little desperate. They've been single for a while. They 
they don't recognize or realize that dating provides them with the opportunity to get really clear about what it really what they need in a, from a man in a relationship. And, 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 and so sometimes I'll meet somebody and then they're like, oh, he's the one, but they're not compatible, but they're afraid they won't meet anybody else. But the contrast through dating really helps you. I was just talking to one of my clients yesterday about she had these three men we were going over the scenarios. And I'm like, I think you should kick all of them to the curb and find someone new. And here's why. they These three men have helped you dis- discover that you like intellect. You want uh, camaraderie with work and et cetera. You want, these are the things you like. Out of these men, that's what you like the most. So you take, get rid of the men, take all those, what you've discovered about yourself. And now with new eyes, you look for that kind of man and do not make any exceptions. And so you can't make these exceptions. Now, it's not about being picky. It's just about being getting clear on what you already know that what, what you need and how you're going to need the support. And I think that it's so important that you have interests that are aligned. Like when I met my husband, I had a couple pictures on my profile, one of me standing by the water with a stand-up paddleboard, you know, and just like shorts and stuff. And then one of me standing there in skis. So I skied and I, I'm active. And he he saw that and he was like, okay, that's something because that's what he does too. And so just matching the things that we enjoy. We like the same food. We we're very compatible. It's so easy to be with Michael because there's no struggle about what we're going to do. We like to do the same things. And I think that's really important, especially as we age. If you have a vision to travel the world and you're the man you're dating wants to be a homebody and barbecue on the weekends and that's it, it's not going to work for you. You're going to feel like you're missing out on life. And so I love that you said compatibility. I think it's probably, if not the most important thing, one of the top three, you know. It, it totally, and especially for reasons why. So it was interesting. I uh, looked into this research that uh, there was a study done by um, actually divorce attorneys. And uh, so what they discovered is that the number one reason, so as we all know, 50% of all marriages end up in divorce, but almost 50% of all those divorces, the number one reason, it's not actually money. Money is number two, but it's that basic incompatibility. So we're talking about those people who were certain that I knew and we had so much fun and we had that attraction and we fell in love with each other. Like we're talking about people who committed to be together, but it took them time. And that is something that we discover later on that sometimes we just discover we're very different people. We're just not the right people for each other. And it doesn't mean that you did something wrong. Like if that is like, I tell all of like so empowering that if you got divorced, if your previous relationship didn't work out, there's nothing wrong with you. You didn't do anything wrong. It could be that you're just simply incompatible because if it's not easy to be together, if there was challenges. The only way you can be together is by trying to be somebody else. Yeah, you can be in that relationship, but what is it going to cost you? How much work is it going to take? Yes, and how much unhappiness. And uh, happiness is the goal here because the unhappiness can lead to sickness. It can lead to not realizing your dreams. It's so important that you're happy because when you're happy, like the, the world is your oyster. And when you're unhappy, it feels very daunting and overwhelming. So our happiness is is really needs to be a priority. Going back to what I was saying about microscopic honesty, that's why it's so important in the beginning when you're dating a man and he's like, let's have another drink. You say, no, I've got an early morning meeting. That's authentic. That's real. But a lot of women are afraid. They're like, I'm going to stay. I'm going to do what he wants because I want him to know I like him. But he's going to actually like you more if you have boundaries and you have 
um, some values and you have some standards because he's going to be like, mm, I got to pursue her because she's got standards. I think men find that very, I know they do. They find it very attractive. If you think about a man's point of view, he wants you as a wife. He's going to want to introduce you to his friends, his people he works with, his colleagues. He wants a woman with standards. He doesn't want a doormat. He doesn't want a yes woman who just says yes to everything. And so you, so by being microscopically honest about what you're feeling, how you're feeling and how you're showing up, you can start to vet a man much faster. So say he, he doesn't call you because you didn't stay for another drink. Well, good, because now you don't, that's not your guy. That's not, that's not who you're going to be. And you're going to constantly be having to tell him no, because he, he has a different approach to life and there's not, neither parties are bad, but you're not going to get what you want. If you don't start laying your standards down and sticking to them and dating. Yeah, and uh, one important point that I want to add to that is that you want to leave at the peak performance so that he wants more and he's going to, that is the reason. The reason for you to leave at the time when everything is amazing is so that it continues. <laughs> leave at the peak performance, at the peak point, then he wants more. That is the perfect time to leave. And that requires that inner strength and determination and knowing, having the belief about yourself that, of course, he wants to see you. Of course, he will. That is the reason to do that. So, Jack, I, I love our conversation. And I know So you have a special uh, gift for everyone who loves what you shared and wants to learn more from you specifically and take it deeper with you. Uh, tell us about that special gift that you have. So I just thought it would be really appropriate to give you this audio recording. It's an hour. I just kind of printed out the graphic. So this is um, how to get a man to fall into your lap. This is a conversation. That's my husband here on the phone that me and my husband had for one of our group calls. And it's a quality man's point of view. I, my husband is a quality man. He was established in the community we live in for 30 years. He's a successful businessman. He has two grown, amazing, productive children. I just he's a wonderful man. For his point of view, he's a classic gentleman. And we talk and this recording was done years ago. But the reason why I'm still sharing it is because we were we were still having that. We had a lot of chemistry, you know, and you could hear it in our voice. We were kind of like, Rawr! and it was fun because we was in the beginning of our relationship. We were still like, you know, and he really says a lot of valuable things to women. And everyone in the call was just like hanging on the edge of their seat. Then he answers questions. So I thought it would be a wonderful to, to give you to give you all access to that recording. You can listen to it while you're walking, doing laundry, and see if you can get some inspiration from Michael and me together. Oh, it's so special and uh, really valuable to hear perspective yeah. from both. Yeah. yeah. And uh, man's and, and of course... Uh, uh, you said that years later, then it's valuable. It is valuable, of course. Yeah. So for everyone, if there's one uh, takeaway that you want every woman to just remember, walk away with from our conversation today, what would it be? So what I'd like women to know is that there is somebody out there for you. If you're wondering if it's ever going to happen, it's going to happen. And the more involved and engaged you get in your life and, and taking the action steps to put yourself in the position to have that kind of success, that's really the key. It's taking the action, reaching out for the support to the coach that you want to, following through, doing walking the walk and you, walking your talk. You will eventually, if not sooner than later, meet a wonderful man, but you have to do the work. It's going to serve you now and it's going to serve you later. And it's the most rewarding work you ever do because it's all about you becoming your authentic self. And I think that's 
to me, is the most beautiful thing. Because authentic people have a lot of credibility. People trust authentic people. You can tell right away they are trustworthy by the way that they carry themselves. So get out there, ladies, do the work, and I promise you, you will have wonderful results. Oh, so beautiful. And of course, get help from, that's why coaches like Jackie and I exist uh, to serve you, to help you turn your dreams into your reality. Thank you so much, Jackie. It was such a pleasure to have you back. You're amazing. Congratulations again on your anniversary. And for everyone, what is that special gift? Like, make sure you listen to that, uh, Jackie and her husband, giving you those valuable insights. So precious. Thank you so much. Much love. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Make sure you click on the link inside the show notes to sign up for my free part find the right man kickstart mini course right now i will see you inside the course